This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 50. In today's episode, I am talking about 10 signs or clues that you are in a healthy relationship. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about 10 signs of a healthy relationship. Now, there are more than 10, but I wanted to highlight these 10 because I think that they're important especially because after coaching many women and single women who wanted to be married and even married women, that it's important for you to know what the signs are of a healthy relationship. And this also is a question that I've gotten from several women in my tribe. And I just want to say thank you for reaching out and asking the question because that's important. That's why I'm here. So let's talk about the 10 signs of a healthy relationship. Number one is he respects you. Now, what does that mean? What does that look like when your man respects you? One, there, his action is very honoring. It's very abiding, meaning that when he respects you, when you are, if you're brand new in your relationship and he's wanting to get a little frisky and it's a little too soon and you're like, "Mm, no, and he honors that. That's a healthy, a sign of a healthy relationship. If he continues to push, push, push and try to get what he wants, mm, respect may not be something that is a priority for him. Maybe he does not know how to respect you. And in which case it's important for you to set the boundary and really teach him how to respect you. And that's a kind of a gray area for a lot of women because some women have not really learned how to respect themselves. So it's difficult for a man to respect a woman if she doesn't know how to respect herself, because then she doesn't know how to teach him how to respect you or how to respect your boundaries. And so understanding what respect looks like, what that is for you and how you should be treated is a really important piece of having a healthy relationship. Number two, he protects you. This is a big one because I believe that in God's order, he is designed men to really provide and protect. And so protecting you, meaning protecting your reputation, covering you, protecting your body, um, protecting your space, really being conscious and aware 
of making sure that you're safe, that you're okay. Not only is he protecting you physically, but also protecting you verbally and emotionally. He's not bad mouthing you to his friends. He's not talking about talking about you behind your back to other people and then showing you a different side of him in front of you. Mm-mm. So he protects you and protects your reputation and how people see you and perceive you. And that's important. Number three, he pursues you. Ooh, this is a big one, especially in the world that we live in, the society that we live in, where unfortunately, a lot of women are thirsty and they are doing the pursuing. They're desperate and they have taken men out of their God-given role of pursuing. God says in his word that a man who pursues, who pursues a good thing, right? A a man who pursues finds a good wife, right? So the man is supposed to pursue, not the woman. But I have been in many situations, I've heard many situations where the women are pursuing, the women are asking for the the man's hand in marriage. And this is out of order. So when a man pursues you, he takes the initiative. He is initiating, hey, do you want to go out? And he's initiating the suggestions and the ideas for the dating. And it's important to know that he, one, has ambition, two, that he is he's he wants to be with you and he's pursuing you. So that's number three. Number four is he believes you. You don't have to continue to prove your love for him or that you like him or that you want to be with him over and over and over and over. You don't have to prove that what you say is truth. What you believe is real. You, If you have to continue to pr- prove yourself to your man, a couple things are going on. One, he's highly insecure very insecure. Anytime he says you have to prove your love to him over and over and over again, run. That is not, that's going to get you into a, just a headache later on down the road. It may be cute now because he's, he's fine. He's cute. He's giving you attention, but trust me, if you have to continue to prove your love to him over and over and over again, it's going to get old. You're going to get exhausted, very irritated, annoyed, and then you will be leaving. (laughs) Um, So you want to make sure that he believes you when he takes you for your word, but make sure that your word is true, right? Don't manipulate, don't control, but that you are truly um, being genuine and honest and sincere. So he really is learning who you are genuinely. And so that he believes you, he believes who you say you are, who you show yourself to be. That's important. Number five, and these are not in any specific order. These are just things that I felt were really important to share. Number five, he loves you and you feel cherished and adored. You know, God says men love your wives. And I'm jumping back and forth from dating to marriage because a relation, healthy relationship is a healthy relationship, right? A healthy relationship is a foundation to a healthy marriage. And so when he loves you, you feel it. You feel adored. You feel that he loves you. If you question if your boyfriend, your fiance, or your husband loves you, 
there's a deeper, there's, there needs to be some layers that are pulled back. If you're questioning if he loves you, that is not the a sign of a healthy relationship because you should feel it. You should see it. It should be in his actions. It should be in his words. It should be in his, his, his thoughts and the way he talks to you. He supports you. All of those things should be very evident. Okay. Number six, he wants to be with you and he makes time for you. This is so important because I've, I, I counsel and coach couples in crisis. And this has been tough sometimes because, because they are in a crisis, they don't want to really be around each other, but they love each other and they just don't know how to restore and get just renew their relationship and get back on track. And so you want to make sure that he wants to be with you and he makes time for you. So that if you're have an event and you want him to come with you, that he's not like, oh, well, you know, I've got something else going on. And mind you, it may be something, it, it may not be a high priority event or a high priority situation, but just something that he can do any day, any time, but you have this one event at work, you're being honored for, and you're getting an award and you want him to come. If he's saying, making excuses that he can't come for reasons that, you know, aren't necessarily valid, that's kind of a red flag. So you want to look at that because a healthy relationship supports one another, that they are there for one another, that they can depend on one another. Because again, it's about companionship. It's about growing a life together. If this is the area or the direction that you're moving towards, if you're moving from dating to engagement to marriage, you want to make sure that they're going to be there for you, especially in situations that are really important. I remember there was a couple whose um, parents passed and they were dating and you know, there was not the support that I felt really needed to be for something so magnanimous as this. So you want to make sure that they, they want to be with you and then they make time for you to and support you in the things that are important to you. That's a really big deal that they understand what's important to you and then they make it a priority to support you in those things that are important to you. Number seven he laughs with you. This is such a big deal because if everything is so serious all the time, your relationship and marriage is going to be harder than it needs to be because it's important for for you guys both to to laugh at your situations and your circumstance, to be easy with each other, to, you know, for things to be light and not everything to be so heavy. There's times for, you know, for things to be serious and heavy, but then there's times for it not to be. And if you can get through some of the storms in your relationship, some of the storms in marriage, laughing and really doing it together, being easy, shifting your perspective and going through it together, laughing. Oh my goodness. It makes a huge difference, a huge difference. If, you know, a situation where one, one of you lost your job, right? And it's been a long time that you, that it's taken to get back a, a job offer and you're, you know, it's, it's a struggle. Well, let's shift the perspective, right? Oh my gosh, it's what a great opportunity for you to catch up on doing some of the things that you've put off because you've been so busy, right? It's really about shifting the perspective, but really not taking 
life so hard because it's hard anyway, right? So to, it's all about the reaction and the decision that you make to what you're going through. Yes, life is going to be tough. There are going to be things that are going to be harder than others, things that are going to make you not want to get out of bed. But you've got to make the decision that you're not going to let it keep you down. You're not going to let it just completely steal your joy, steal your purpose, steal your God-given assignment in this world because otherwise, what's the point, right? And so you want to laugh together, really important. Number eight, that you can trust him. Huge. I know it's obvious, right? But you want to be able to trust the person that you're with. You have to be, you want to make sure that they're open, that they're honest, that you don't feel like they're really, they're secretive, they're hiding stuff, you know, you catch them and it's really that weird feeling, you know, because we, God has given us this amazing intuition where we know something's not right. And, but that they're on the up and up, that they're, they're honest with you. You kind of, you know, they say they're going to be where they, they are, they are where they, where they say they're going to be. Those kind of things are really important in relationships because if you don't trust him, why are you with them? Hello. Number nine, that it's important for you to be able to be yourself around him, that he loves you for you, that you don't have to morph, shift, change, you know, into this new person that you feel like he wants you to be, that you can truly honestly be who you are. You don't have to do a dance and a jig in in order to get his to have his approval or his attention or his priority. And if you do have to do that, there are a couple of things going on. Maybe you've portrayed yourself to be that way initially in order to get him. And now you feel like you have to keep it up at this is dangerous one, because you can't, you can't keep up the the facade of being someone that you're not because eventually you're going to get tired, exhausted, and just, you can't do it anymore. So that's why I really encourage all of my, the men and women who um, God really just brings into my life to be you. If they don't like you or want to be with you for you, then guess what? They're not the right person for you. And it's better to know that early on in the relationship than later on after marriage, after crisis comes and you're like, O-M-G, what have I done? What have I done, right? So be who you are in the beginning. If you are, um, you know, you don't like a certain food or a certain restaurant, let them know. It's okay. It's okay. Because now, especially with my my single men and women listening, it's important just be who you are. So then they can truly learn who you are at the core. And that's the important piece of relationships. That's really what propels and even creates a healthy foundation for a relationship is honesty and trust and genuine, genuinity. Y'all know what I mean? (laughs) Sincerity, right? You have to be genuine. You've got to be just who you are and comfortable in that space. And if There are things that they, there are going to be things that you don't like about each other. That's just human nature, right? But if you know that, oh, this is who I know my girl to be. This is who I know, this is 
who I know my man to be, then at that point, you can make a decision if it's a deal breaker or if it's something that you just need to learn more about, be around more, um, ask more questions about and understand that it's a part of who they are. So let me give you guys an example. I, the first thing when I wake up, I love silence. I want to talk to God. I want to be worshiping or meditating. That's what I like to do when I first wake up. My husband is not like that. He likes to turn on the TV. Now, mind you, we don't even have a TV in our room, but we do have one in our bathroom. And so we are, he'll get up and get ready to brush his teeth, but he's turning on the TV. And I'm like, uh, right. But this is part of who he is. This is some, this is just his way of waking up and um, getting ready for the day. I don't like it. And, you know, but. I don't condemn him for it. And he likes to go to sleep to music. I can't go to sleep to music, right? So it's it's really learning the little intricacies of the person that you're spending a lot of time with and eventually may marry. It's important to know those things and really be honest with yourself to see, hmm, can I really deal with this? part of who this man or woman is, right? Another thing, my I'm allergic to seafood. My husband loves sea, seafood, so I really don't cook it. I haven't cooked it for 18 years. My husband hates broccoli. I love broccoli. So we have to do, so in order to compromise, I will eat broccoli when we go out to dinner and he'll eat seafood when we go out to dinner, right? So that's kind of the compromise of really learning the the intricacies of each other and studying the person that you're with. Studying your significant other is critical. Um, Number 10, he values you. Now, of course, because this is a wife wisdom podcast, I'm focusing on the men, the what men should do for women, but it's really reciprocal. Though for my, I have a few amazing men who um, are listening because again, wife wisdom, y'all are smart because now you're learning how women function and what we, how we think genius. So thank you for joining and listening, but it's important for you ladies that he values you huge with a capital H. He needs to know your value. He needs to cherish it. You need to feel that he he feels and acts that he's blessed to for you to be in his life and you know this you know when he doesn't act like it and you know when he does and so the key to really a healthy relationship is one being honest with yourself is your man valuing you can you be yourself with him can you trust him do you laugh with him Does he make time for you? Does he love you and adore you? Does he believe you? Does he pursue you? Does he protect you? Does he respect you? Those are just, I mean, I can name easily 20 more, but I want to really focus on these because these are some, many of the foundational um, characteristics of a healthy relationship. The, the 10 signs, characteristics, clues, whatever word you want to use to having a healthy relationship. If you are missing some of these, it's important that you address it, that you, one, 
are honest with yourself, acknowledge them, and even have the conversation with your significant other. If you find that he's never available to go on dates, spend time with you, come support you, come to your friends, cook out, those kind of things, have the conversation and saying, hey, I just want to know, do you enjoy spending time with me? Because every time I invite you, you never seem to be available. Because in all fairness, they may just really not get it, right? They just may not realize that, oh, wow, she's right. I've, I haven't made her a priority. And it just may be a level of awareness that's there because we live in a world where everything is self, self-consume, right? Self-consuming, self-absorbing, selfies, selfie, selfie, right? People take 80 million selfies a day. Everything is self-absorbed, self-consumed. So a lot of times people don't realize that they're being so self-focused. And so it may take a conversation to say, you know, um, I just feel like I have to prove myself to you over and over again. Like you don't believe me when I tell you that I care about you. Even the the actions that I put behind it that support it, you're still needing me to prove myself to you. What is going on? Why do you feel that I need to prove you, to you and what aspect of it it makes you feel feel like I'm not? Right? So when you're having these conversations, it's opening up dialogue that will peel back some layers that you may reveal that may be revealing to you where you may be dating a man who you feel like you have to prove yourself to over and over and over again and realize, oh, there's a level of insecurity that's in this man that was that stemmed from his mom who abandoned him or stemmed from a previous relationship where the his girlfriend stepped out on him or you know what I mean? So now you're, you're able to learning, you're learning more about your man and you're like, wow. So now you guys can have an open dialogue and say, okay, listen, I know this is an area of fear for you. I know this is an area of insecurity for you, but I, I'm not that person. I'm not your mom. I'm not your former girlfriend. And it's not fair for you to treat me like them and have that open conversation so that you can either move forward or you can decide to separate, right? But the thing that I want to really stress to each person who's listening is that it's critical for you to be honest. I can't begin to tell you how many couples I have really coached and brought through different crisis through a different crisis. And every single time I asked them, well, did you know that you're, that he was like this before you married him? A hundred percent of the time they say yes. Every single one for the last 16 years, every single time there's a problem in the, in the marriage or the relationship. And I address the problem. It, they they knew it before they married him or they knew it before they got engaged to him or they knew it before they were with him for two or three years. And they ignored it because they thought, oh, well, he's going to change or, oh, it's going to be different when we get married or, oh, it's really not that bad. Yes, you've got to be honest with yourself. And even if you should be even in a relationship, 
you've got to be honest. Like, are you having issues trusting men? Are you having issues trusting? Don't get in another relationship trying to see, oh, if it's the same with this guy. If you already know you have commitment issues or trust issues, work on those things individually first. Work on those things with you first. I am, you know, really, I... I'm actually working, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much, but <laughs> I'm working on a book and um, the the title is, Would You Marry You? Would You Marry You? Mm. Deep, right? So all of the things that you want in a man, all of the things, fellas, you want in a woman, are they in you? Are they priorities for you? Are you acting, carrying out, committed to initiating all of those things that you want in your significant other? Are you doing them? So many times that's not the case. So a a woman's like, oh, yeah, I want a man who's financially stable, who um, can take care of me so I can stay home and not have to work. Well, are you financially stable? I'm just saying. Right. I want a man who is funny, who is um, witty and smart and just easy to talk to. Are you easy to talk to? Are you funny? (laughs) Right. And again, it may you may not be like Kevin Hart funny, but are you are you light? Are you easy? Right. It's so easy to put an expectation on someone else. But when we hold a mirror to ourselves, what is reflecting back to us? And, you know, in all fairness, 10 signs of a healthy relationship start with you. They really do. And when you become someone who respects people, who protects your your man, who pursues a healthy in healthy communication and healthy exchange, a healthy conversations, right? I'm not telling you to pursue your man because that's his job. Um, but when you believe him, when he tells you something and you believe him and he hasn't proven or you haven't, you know, God hasn't revealed to you that he shouldn't, that you shouldn't believe him, right? Believe him. Do you, do you love him? Do you want to be with him? Do you make time for him? Do you laugh with him? Do you trust you? Do you trust him? Can you be yourself with him? Do you value him? Do you appreciate him? Does he know? Do you, are you, do you thank him for the things that he does that you don't ask him to do? All of these things are part of a healthy relationship. And so I just wanted to, you know, hop on really quickly. One, because I had several people ask me, what are some of the signs of a healthy relationship? Because they've been in unhealthy relationships, but also to really just encourage you to be, be who you want to attract, become who you want to marry, become that person, spend time on developing you so that you can, because like attracts like. If you are a go-getter, you are um, ambitious, you're a great communicator, you are easy, you're fun to be with, that's what you're going to attract. If you're negative, if you are um, worrisome, if you are angry all the time, you don't want to be, you know, nobody, you're not approachable, guess what? 
that's what you attract, if anything, right? You may not attract anything. And it may be because of those things. So take a look at the mirror, take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I, would I marry me? And if the answer is no, why not? What areas do you need to improve on that would, would make you want to marry you? So good. So, so good. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hopping on, listening in, being consistent with um, continuing to listen and share and also give me feedback as to what you're wanting to hear more about what you're wanting to learn, because it really helps me to be able to serve you. So thank you for joining. I pray that this was a blessing to you and that it either is a reminder, it either is our is aha moment, or just a a confirmation that you are in a great relationship. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at wife wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.